sustainability to the forefront of the fashion industry first things first i'm wishing you all a happy holidays i am so sorry i didn't get to sit down with you as last week but i really hope that you had a fun and restful christmas um thank you so much for tuning back in with me this week and if you're new here welcome i'm so glad you did and i'm really excited that you're now our latest addition to the aa family so welcome so yeah since this is the last week before the new year i really wanted to catch up you guys more on like a one-to-one level because i think there's so many changes that kind of abruptly happened this um december which was so unexpected because i don't know i didn't really think that it would unravel this way and especially because it's the last month of the year but I mean it's 2020 right like so many random things are just happening um but yeah I'm sure all of our plans have been tipped on its head but yeah I'm gonna try and keep this episode well like all of our episodes super chill so yeah definitely go and grab yourself a cuppa or a hot chocolate um right now well my best friend shared with me his like secret recipe to his super frothy chocolate latte so that's what i'm treating myself with right now so just a quick update here in the uk if you haven't heard about our lockdowns which basically act like a yo-yo um we literally had an abrupt announcement last week or so which basically meant christmas was cancelled for some which is absolutely gutting because especially if you're looking forward to like going home to your loved ones um yeah basically some parts of the uk here it meant that we couldn't and that's it was just crazy because we didn't i mean i guess we did but the fact that it actually happened you know so yeah it's just about kind of adjusting back into this lockdown mode again which really really sucks so since we can't change what can't be changed right now um i just want to also kind of put it out there to anyone who's also kind of the same boat that although this is like another l we've taken this year um really hope that you know we when we kind of feel like we lost something we could take this time and like use our energy to shift from the dark spaces and kind of reflect on like all the things that we currently do have you know like i know christmas without being physically around your loved ones absolutely sucks so given the circumstance that now what we can't change what are some things that we currently have you know like um i've seen like some positive posts on instagram that i think are kind of good takes on on the situation right now so yeah i think it's a good like reflection of what we have and like a good kind of gratitude moment because you know we can like think about yeah we, we don't have our families right next to us but you know we have social media which um, allows us to connect with our loved ones like wherever we are in the world and in hindsight we didn't actually have this sort of technology or these platforms um as developed as it is compared to 10 years ago so I think that's a real real gift especially in this current climate and what's whatever's happening right now so the fact that we can digitally stay connected is 
is a blessing um yeah and you know we have like a roof over our head food on our plate we've got we've got heating and hot chocolate next to us you know whatever small or big of a gratitude that kind of comes across your own personal reflections I just hope that you know you can still kind of hold on to that during this lockdown period because this we can't stay locked up forever and this shouldn't be lasting forever so you know so many countries have been recovering or have recovered so I kind of just want to remind you that you know you're not alone and um I don't know if you've also seen where there's kind of some helplines and some resources that have been circulating around Instagram. So I'm going to definitely include that also on this week's episode show notes. So yeah, if you ever do need them, you can definitely check those out. And of course, our Instagram DM is always open. And ever since I've created this podcast during like the first lockdown we had in London I've been able to already connect with so many of you guys who have even some have become guests on the show which is absolutely awesome so yeah you see like the magic of the internet is definitely one of the my things that I've been so grateful for this year more than ever so um but yeah anyways like you know you know where to hit me up if you just want to chat or anything so yeah definitely come through and but yeah, I really didn't expect much from December, but it is what it is. And yeah, so back to the actual, um, uh, the purpose of this show. So since this year is nearly ending, and I thought with the whole theme of reflection, I wanted to propose a question to you all, and that is, what were your 2020 learnings or unlearnings? And what I actually love about this question is that not only you can think about it in like a personal or a professional sort of way, but if I just focus about it and apply it to just fashion sustainability, I have actually learned a ton and it's not even, I didn't even have this podcast for a year yet. It's only been like a few months, right? So yeah, it's it's been an absolute journey and it's definitely something I would love now to kind of reflect back with you all on um and yeah I I definitely want to listen to what you guys have also learned this year so I did propose it on our Instagram page and our membership area on the AA website and I really really enjoyed all your answers so far and hearing about all your learnings which you've all shared which are so so great because um where I've always wanted our platforms to be a space for learning and growing I think it's so important that we share and bounce these ideas and learnings with each other so you know there were answers ranging from circular fashion to upcycling tips to conscious living and renewable energy which are all so so useful because of course the topic of sustainability can extend far beyond just the fashion industry and I think it's so so important that we're able to have like a space to connect and share this information and learn from each other because that way you know it's a like sustainability is always going to be a collective effort and you know we can all help play our part in driving these discussions for a more conscious way of living so yeah as a naturally just a curious person I love learning and so this question really excites me because I think that especially with this year 
it has opened up my eyes so much to all the different layers and with all these layers it's a lot of learnings and unlearnings involved so when I was writing down some notes before recording this I personally felt like there's a ton that I could go through and this this episode could literally last for hours but yeah I just thought it would be a cool idea to kind of share what I've learned and also kind of compare it and see what you guys have also learned about so let's start off at the end of my university year and that was also kind of like the beginning of when I started this podcast so yeah what were my 2020 learnings and unlearnings um I also took the 13 guests that we have on so far and kind of categorized them into mini sub themes so we can go through them a little bit more cohesively and so far I've got five themes so I've got business circular fashion consumer behavior conscious living and transparency and through that I actually broke it down into 10 different learnings or unlearnings um but yeah I think let's start with the first one um business so I studied fashion buying and merchandising at the London College of Fashion and as part of the business school one of the major unlearnings for me this year was that we cannot leave sustainability action to just charities, governments and non-profit organisations alone. There is so much power if corporations harness the power of business and use their profits and growth more consciously to implement these changes. So my perspective was always through, well, I, I put this in unlearning because my perspective has always kind of been like businesses were seen as the bad guy and charities and non-profits were always seen as the good guys trying to correct them so yeah as I kind of learned and dissected like these annual reports and these case studies about big sustainability aims in fashion during my university year it absolutely amazed me how much and how consciously they were operating so it's so possible to just be mindful of um, your workers and the planet and still be profitable so yeah that whole um triple bottom line theory is just evidently evidently portrayed in these sustainability brands so yeah it was very interesting and it made me like very very hopeful to like read that and yeah I know it's also like an annual report and stuff like that but it just shows like you can still be conscious you know to operate and use and there's so much more conscious ways of operating so in a sense yeah it just gave me a bit more hope that and in, and it gave more kind of accountability to businesses to you know step up <laughs> so yeah that is under my little business sub theme um and to integrate that with the guests that we have on so far there was Eleanor Rocket from Rocket Fashion and she was featured on episode two Eleanor is a business consultant who also echoed this idea about kind of not relying on these non-profits and charities because she consult consults sustainable businesses and designers and on our episode we explored some really interesting business models 
both um, on an internal business level and an external industry level on how, you know, there's all these other conscious ways to operate. And something that I really did take out from our episode was that, um, you know, why can't fashion operate like musicians and take a note from like the music industry, whereby they only release things when they're ready. So learning or unlearning? I guess we can consider it as an unlearning because our industry has already built up itself to be the super vicious fast producing cycle already so you know we've got like eight seasons a year now and each season a designer showcases like a hundred different looks and yeah it's so crazy how they haven't even run out of ideas yet to be honest because yeah um it's definitely a really interesting unlearning for me I think because that whole statement kind of challenges the whole current fashion model right now in so many ways you know it like proposes another question of will brands be brave enough to step out of line when everyone else is currently still using the same model will they go seasonless is corona actually helping sustainability by slowing the whole model down because you know with the disruptions of the supply chain and disruptions of fashion weeks um yeah there's so many different interesting questions that come with that and even the different ways that like brands are kind of showcasing to buyers digitally and like harnessing technology to display their designs and then that could reduce textile waste it's it's a really interesting one and I think I guess we'll just have to wait and see so yeah on learning number one is we can't leave sustainability action to just charities and non-profits alone and actually the fact that we have so many guests on our show who have built sustainable businesses just proves to show that running a sustainable business can be done so yeah on learning number one down so that leads on to the next sub theme i've got which is circular fashion and I actually had so many guests under this theme, which is really, really cool because, yeah, it could be taken in so many different ways. So the first guest we had on on episode one was with Joanna Correa, who is the founder of The Deco Life. And she basically taught me that waste is only waste if you treat it as such. And... Yeah, I think that is super powerful, especially within circular fashion. Because, yeah, I don't I don't know if you guys know the, the cringy quote with, like, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> um, but no, all jokes aside, it's, like, I think she literally embodies that quote. Because, um, yeah, if you've listened to it, it's, it's basically her in everything that she does. Like, she sees things that other people doesn't necessarily see so as in like what's inspiring about her work is that she can take a piece of material that others won't kind of see value in it and she transforms it into beautiful pieces of jewelry so when she talks about her the process and what she finds in these materials and their qualities and how she then you know crafts them into something that people want again it it is really insightful to hear and to see so 
yeah, it really makes you value design and or like all her work even more. So yeah, learning number two is waste is only waste if you treat it as such. And that leads us nicely to our other upcycling queen that we had on episode six and that was with Lydia Bolton who is such a boss babe and would be your go-to girl for anything upcycling, textile waste, charity shops, yep that is your girl. As Lydia works with a lot of charity shops to source her unwanted fabrics and her textiles to create her upcycled clothing brand that has a very signature style with patchworking and colour blocking. So yeah, it's a very cool aesthetic. And during our episode, we, uh, well, she helped me debunk the idea of charity shops as being a sustainable option. So we talked about one of her incredibly insightful Instagram posts that she made. And it basically challenge one of fashion revolutions posts which highlighted the issue of donating clothing given that only 10% of the donated clothes is actually sold and then 70% of this um, second-hand clothing is actually donated to Africa which actually in the end also destroys their own textile economy and their textile produce production and also creates loads of pollution to their land. So after knowing about all this, what can we do? So Lydia basically proposes five alternative ways and they are remake it, remake your unwanted clothing, resell your unwanted clothing online. You can swap or share items. Um, you can find resources to where you can actually recycle your items. And then lastly, you can donate them to others or kind of like focusless charities and not charity shops. So for example, like a homeless focused charity where um, the items can then be put immediately to use. So I think the main issue is kind of trying these options out where then we can prevent, you know, these secondhand items from being exported to another country. So yeah, unlearning number three is charity shops may not be as sustainable as we think so yeah thanks to Liddy on that one and then lastly we've got on episode nine with palanta and sarah who amazingly built up this uh rental model she helped me with learning number four and that is baby wear and maternity wear is one of the quickest product categories that can generate waste and I think it's just mainly because I kind of haven't really thought about this category because I don't know I'm not expecting a baby anytime soon but yeah it's it's definitely eye-opening to um, explore this area and it's something yeah I definitely didn't look into but it absolutely makes total sense because you know babies grow out so quickly and and then like mothers don't need to wear maternity wear after the nine months. So yeah, it's great to see um, Palanta reusing these items and keeping these garments back in the economy and extending the product's lifespan and its uses. So yeah, learning number four, baby wear and maternity wear is one of the quickest product categories that can generate waste. 
And then learning number five goes to Sanctuary Anywhere. And thanks to Anna Lukai on episode 10, we learned so much about the science behind natural dyeing and natural fibres. And then the best thing is about her garments is that after how many years or so you wear it, you can simply just put the garment back in a compost bin to dispose when you're done. Like, how how crazy is that? It's, I mean, how cool is that? Like, can you imagine how much waste we can all reduce if all clothes were made this way? Um, but yeah, learning number five is all the science behind natural dyeing and natural fibres with Anna Lukai. So if you're if you're feeling a little bit of chemistry, defo, check out episode 10, where where all that magic happens. So yeah, wow, it's been it's been a ride. Hold on tight. We are now on consumer behaviour as our third theme. I guess we just spoke a lot about on the brand side actually, so yeah, it's cool to kind of flip the sides a bit. So with episode five, um, we had on the eco stylist and Garrick made the eco stylist as a marketplace for men to find and discover sustainable brands more easily. And I think that's such a great initiative because there's so, I think it's a little genderfied right now within the sustainability space and it's really fresh to see um, men stand up to it as well. So yeah, learning number six for me this year was also that Garrick also shared some um, resources and some studies which basically shows that men and women actually care about sustainability in equal numbers and sometimes people also like to wear brands to eco impress and I think that's really funny. Um, So yeah, so you know how like like in fashion people kind of buy certain brands to get a reaction or to kind of show what kind of person they want to be and like they're buying into that certain lifestyle so with people trying to eco impress it's more about buying sustainable brands to to show that they they're they're about the initiative and they're about the movement so yeah I thought that was that was a good learning from episode five then a good addition to the consumer behavior subheading was with Teresa Maria on our recent episode on episode 14 and that actually summarized my unlearning number seven of the year which is I most likely do not need what I want right now and that goes to um, the subject we were talking about which was why people participate in Black Friday and why Teresa herself wasn't participating on Black Friday and then we talked about the pretty little thing 99% discounts and Topshop going under administration so with all this kind of sales period coming on and um, on top of like all the corona back stock it it was a crazy time it was a crazy sales period this year and yeah, we just spoke about um, consumer behavior and like the pressure with wanting to also fit in and then also like our boredom and also like the social media presence we've kind of pressurized ourselves in and like having our lives look all perfect online and you know all this jazz and it kind of builds up into and then escalates 
to wanting to buy things to make us feel good and you know we're very easily caught up in it and it's definitely um yeah something that we felt that passionately about and we wanted to discuss um the whole black friday issue and yeah and learning number seven was that we kind of forget to like take a step back and reevaluate like before we click that buy button like do we really need it you know like i uh we we spoke about one of the tips of being like just leave it for a day or two and come back to it and see if you actually really need it or do you actually just want it because it's pretty and it's cute and it has pockets (laughs) um yeah so unlearning number seven is maybe we can just say like unlearning number seven could be think why before you buy (laughs) or you can you can maybe like consider it as a tip number seven but yeah you know what I mean (laughs) coming on to conscious living which is the next sub theme and that is let's kick off with the elephant room so on episode eight we had the pleasure of having Emily Gorski from the elephant room come on to our show and she actually infused our show with so many cool tips of easy swaps that we can do for a more conscious lifestyle yeah and I think I it it helps a lot because I currently you know do the reduce the plastic bags reduce paper uh, sorry plastic straws and um, carry a water bottle with me but have you considered bringing Tupperware to a restaurant or switching to bar soaps so like she um recommended so many cool tips that we can integrate into our lives and yeah simple swaps to make bigger changes in the long run so yeah learning eight was simple swaps for a more conscious lifestyle (laughs) and then episode 12 i had on the amazing jacqueline ouellette who is Oh, she's just such a cool um, proactive sustainability advocate who's done so much and she she actually like taught me so much that I found it so hard to find just one uh, summary learning from it all um, so because I learned so much um, let's keep it brief I'm I'm gonna say that she enlightened me to the intersections of sustainability um on a technological level a social level and an ecological level so we spoke predominantly about her thesis which focused on the dakota pipeline and she explored the different intersections of you know um ethnic minority backgrounds social media um feminism and uh like different social identities and everything kind of intertwine um so yeah I think that the the major learning for me this year from Jacqueline was all the intersections and the importance of these intersections within sustainability and I think um I know that like the whole sustainability space can be very overwhelming with all this research and this data on the information so it definitely does get a bit overwhelming but when you kind of grasp um like a section you start finding the connections um in different in different areas and that's 
that's when yeah you can see like everything interweaving and yeah that is definitely what Jacqueline has helped me um see this year so yeah thanks to Jacqueline. Learning number nine is all about the intersections of sustainability and how we can harness trends to make friends. So yeah that was on episode 12 and then lastly we have transparency which comes down to my learning number 10 and I'm gonna put this as like a joint learning from Emily from Ethnic Co-Photography that I had on in episode 4 and also Anna Keo, a guest on episode 7 and basically my learning number 10 would be that sustainable brands build trust on transparency and what I mean by that is that with Emily and Anna we basically explored different mediums to create a story. So with Anna, she makes um, these little videos of kind of behind the scenes footage of her quirky illustrations, which allows the viewer to connect to her as an artist behind all her illustration work. And with Emily from Epico Photography, she uses photography as a medium to not only help brands boost marketing and their branding but she loves helping sustainable brands capture the behind the scenes elements which then also adds up into more depth to to a brand and we were pretty lucky to also hear some insights to some of the stuff that she's working on for her upcoming projects and she shares that like she wants to capture like the three layers to a brand so one like is the founder's story and then we've got the garment worker's story and then the third layer is the branding story as how the public would normally know it and I think that's such a fab idea and yeah all these layers it definitely gives so much more value to both the brand and the consumer and the levels of transparency we can kind of see what goes behind the scenes and that's truly where you know all the sustainability magic really happens so yeah thanks to emily and anna learning number 10 is sustainable brands build trust on transparency so yeah that is gonna come to the end of our episode my mouth is actually really hurting (laughs) i think this was a lot um but i enjoyed it wow it was actually quite a hard little challenge maybe this could be a this could be a challenge to everyone yeah i'm definitely um excited to read all of yours but yeah i really hope that you enjoyed walking down memory lane with me but just before i let you guys go to have the most wonderful new year's break i want to take this opportunity again to say a massive massive thank you to all of you guys who have been supporting the show this year we have been able to drive the discussion in eight different countries so far with hundreds of you amazing souls tuning in all across the globe it has been an incredible journey so far so thank you so much And yeah, if you haven't already done so, please do give a follow on whichever streaming app that you're listening to right now. And if you would like to stay connected with me and the rest of the AA family, definitely come through and sign up as a member on our website, which is at animaanimus.co.uk to connect and continue the conversation with us. 
and nope it is not like other private groups with a monthly joining fee it is totally free to join so yeah definitely come through and create an account you'll get access to our aa forum spaces and a bunch of sustainability resources that i've pulled together it is a space for all things learning and growing so yeah definitely come and join i would love to see you there and hear all about your uh learnings and unlearnings of the year thank you so much again for helping me spread the word about the importance of fashion sustainability i'm gonna leave you guys now sending you all my biggest new year blessings man mad love and i'll catch you all really really soon once again this was the anima animus podcast with chelsea now signing out